And welcome to the Confound Millennial, starring Stephen Sturvin Michaels, and featuring Trey the Grey Brownie and William Vinnie Thomas. What's up? What's up, guys? How? What's poppin', dogs? Uh, I'm super excited to not only have Trey the Grey back because I thought he was never coming back after last time, and. Uh, <laughs> Excited to finally have a guest that I've been wanting to have on this show since the conception of the show, since it was but a wee little chicken nugget of an idea in my brain. Wait, I've t- wanted. Wouldn't it have been a wee little nippler? No, it was a chicken nugget in my brain because I like chicken nuggets. I know, but aren't the nipplers like the whole chicken tender thing? Like, a, yeah, oh yeah, that's a whole session. <laughs> I mean, it's a nip. It's a little nipplet of an idea back then. You know, I think I you meant a chicken egg. Chicken egg? Nah, chicken nugs. It was a chicken egg. Dude, I just want some nugs. But, uh, nugs before drugs. The nugs before to drugs. Escape. The cat. I'm glad I closed that window. Oh, I also forgot. We also have a Johnny in the room. I had to go back to my announcer voice. In case he <laughs> meows. Yeah. Okay. No, it's the ghost you left in the so closet. So I, I have a... I'm not done introducing I have a question. Now I have to go back to the very beginning and reintroduce (laughs) it all. No, there's a podcast I listen to. I'm glad that you're going back to the beginning because I'm actually a little bit offended that it's only featuring me. Can can I... Can it be featuring Trey and co-starring me? I thought it'd be like special guest since you're you're the first time that you... You're first time ever. Yeah, but... I was once... Welcome to the Compound Millennial with Stephen Sturvin Michaels featuring Trey the Great Brownie and introducing for the first time As a co-star. Do you look like (laughs) Kyle or Chandler? No, you're ten times sexier than Chandler and three times less sexy than Kyle. (laughs) I'm not sure who Kyle is. He's got his beard back. I know, yeah, I've seen it. Okay. Fair. But uh, this no, has got to be the longest intro in the history of the Confound Millennial. Just... Okay, so here's the deal. There's this. Uh, never mind. I can talk about Tiger Belly later. I'm not talking about another podcast. We're talking about this podcast, and we're talking about you, William. Yes. Okay. I. I. William and I have a long history of acting together, being friends, probably fighting from time to time, being roommates for like three months of just, I still am trying to make sense of that. It was domestic bliss. Domestic violence. Tell a story you were telling me earlier about like before you guys went to bed. Okay, so, uh, <laughs> yeah, so it was, the <laughs> it was the first time that uh, you had lived away from home, William. Yes. And it was a little awkward for you around bedtime. And I understand because I had been there as well. And I was there with you. We would be like saying goodnight or whatever. And then there'd be a second where we both pause. Because we're used to living with families where it's like goodnight, love you. And one night you brought this to my attention. And the very next night you were like, or we uh, said our goodnights. And we looked at each other with that awkward pause, as always, and you awkwardly said, Should someone break into the house and attempt to murder you, 
I will stop them from doing so should I be awake. <laughs> and I said, same. And we kept on with the variations of that for the rest of the time that you stayed here. Yes, I, I remember this. I'd forgotten the, it, but now that you bring it up, I do remember it. I recall. Yes. I'd forgotten about that until something just brought it to my mind like 20 minutes ago. Interesting. But, uh, man, living with William was fun. Like, I'm just... But the thing is, our, uh... He was the best roommate because we never saw each other. It's true. He paid his half a rent, and we <laughs> never saw each other. It was just... That's what he meant by domestic bliss, I believe. In, like, three months, we saw each other, like, five times. We lived together for two weeks before we saw each other. Like, we had moved in and everything, and we hadn't seen each other in two weeks. And we finally run into each other in the living room one day, and it's like, oh, what's up, man? Notice this wasn't by design. It just sort of happened that way because of Work schedules. schedules. You know, he would work in the evening, I worked in the morning, so we were sleeping when the other was getting up for work and so forth, and it just was a peculiar... We had a uh, notebook that we would write back and forth to each other. Yes, little love notes. Because it would, like, hey, don't drink all the milk, or something like that, you know? Also, the first note was, hey, we can write notes in this instead of tearing up paper towels to write out the letters of notes. Because <laughs> he would tear up a roll of paper towels spin them, like roll little joints or whatever, spelling out words with paper towels, like neat... Like neat a serial killer yes. writing you a letter. Yes. <laughs> yes. Be good Made from little rolled up papers. I forgot Trey was here and I was talking to Trey. <laughs> you were just sort of serenading... You guys were caught up in the moment. I was watching. We, we, we were, we were Sorry, I just needed to give a proper introduction before we dive in. Cause, uh, there was continuous eye contact throughout that monologue between Steve and I. I was looking at Heath. I thought you were looking at me. No, I was looking at Heath Ledger, the Joker poster on the wall. Why would I look at you? I it's not know, a Joker I, poster, I, it's I a Joker canvas. Canvas, sorry. But I have two canvases. Canvi. One of me shirtless three. and... Uh, Oh, and one of Chewbacca. No, there's three of them. What? No, there's like... That. There's four. Five, no, that's wooden. No, no, the thing beside it. Yeah, there's a bunch of oh, kids. There's like seven? No. There's oh, one right here, too. One, two, three, four, <laughs> five. No, five we're counting canvases. the canvases. There are five canvases in here and more posters. But there's only one stop sign, so... Which came from me, just for the record, I... I yeah, so if anybody ever sees that on my Instas and wants to call the cops, I now have this recording. And I didn't know it wasn't Sturvin, so it's... I didn't take it. I was given it by someone else who had taken it. Too oh, so at you most, told me. I'm an accomplice. Save that story for the cops, bro. You're going down. No. Oh, I got a different story, <laughs> This is not story, legally man. binding. I got a different story I'm afraid. than that, dog. Wait, wait, wait. Can we, can we pause the recording so that we can talk about the nature of the things allowed to be discussed? Okay, okay. And we're back. And we're back. <laughs> we literally paused that for half a second. 
Twice. 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 No, once. Twice. Twice. You faked the first. Oh, come on, man. That's what she said. You can't just <laughs> go. Or rather, which what, what he, he was said told. to her. She is the one who faked the first. And anyway, <laughs> as you were saying, Stephen, nothing that would incriminate me in the court of law. Too late. So do you remember that one time? <laughs> we did that thing. We did that thing behind the Dairy Queen. Oh my goodness. It sounds worse than you <laughs> what you did. I didn't... Steven's about to tell a story. In that story... No, he's, I'm not about to tell that story. He was just insinuating. No, I'm not going to tell a story of uh, like one of your weakest moments on Wait, the air. Before I tried... You're talking about an entirely different situation. Yeah. I don't know I what you're talking about, I, but okay, I'm just so saying I what's thought, in my brain has got to be worse than what I, you guys actually just, did behind that dumpster. I thought Stephen was going to tell a story in such a way that would make it sound like I robbed a homeless man. I wasn't was going to tell going a story in which you actually robbed a homeless man. I didn't rob a homeless man. Whoa, whoa, whoa for a, a second. <laughs> you robbed a homeless dude? No. Who robs homeless people? I man? didn't. That just seems there was you. behind an abandoned dairy. The story Stephen was actually going so to he, tell. So he didn't want you to tell the story that he's pause. now going to tell. One second. And we're back. Wait, hold on a second. Do not tell that story that you just said while we were off the air. Do not tell the Dairy Queen story. Okay. That's fair. That's fair. We do not want to know what the two of you guys did behind a Dairy Queen next to a dumpster. Just saying. There was no dumpster. Wait. It was just... It was an abandoned but Dairy Queen, if that makes it what's better. even better is next to the Dairy Queen. Okay? At the abandoned Dairy Queen. Yes, next to the abandoned Dairy Queen. With the homeless day. guy in the dumpster. Okay, so that story? William was trying to live very, uh... He was trying to live... Frugally. Frugally, yes. To the and, point uh, of the extreme. He was trying to prove a point, which he did. But he got hungry one day. And how many days did you go without food at this point? I'm just I'm curious on how what the hunger. Well, I I, I have is. been eating about a can of beans and a half a cup of uncooked rice per day. Uncooked? But well, I mean, I cooked it, but it measured out. It was half a cup. Okay. Crunchy so, rice. I am with crunchy. you. So it you was crunchy it rice and half, some beans. <laughs> about half a cup of cooked rice. You, you can. Just say that. So the or expansion. Yeah, it expands into a a cup of cooked rice. So a cup of cooked rice me, and a can of beans per day. What kind of beans would you go for? I, I I did all kinds of beans: kidney beans, black beans. Did you mix it up? That was actually the only two types of beans that I would do: kidney beans and black beans. Sometimes I'd do chili beans. I was what about pinto beans. I never do pinto beans the best kind of beans. Why would you not do pinto Because I like black beans. So I had been doing that for a couple weeks at this point. So it's been a while since I'd had the sweet taste of meat. Wait, weeks? Yeah, a couple weeks. You didn't have a shake at your at your job? Sometimes. Mm-hmm. So I feel, oh. like, I feel like you did eat some shakes. Oh. That's not meat. You can put the dried, dried meat in them, right? Can't, isn't there a meat they're, shake? They're, no. No. Only only fruit shakes. <laughs> only fruits. Dang it, the barf button doesn't work anymore. Does that thing See, still your your soundboard still make sound? Push another button. 
He got chasing battles. Oh no. Let me see it. Oh no. Oh my. The worst one. The worst one. Oh, my least favorite one. But that one did kind of make sense because you're pushing all the buttons and the only one that works is the one that, you know. Yeah. But yes, you may you may see it, Willie. I mean. Oh goodness. Hey. <laughs> oh, come on. We're gonna we're gonna go through the we can't go through it all here. <laughs> There's a button labeled alcohol, and when you press it, the guy says wahoo. I just want everyone to know that. It's you sure doesn't say achoo. It says achoo. Does it? Yes. Or I thought it said. I read it as alcohol. Welcome to the confound intervention, <laughs> William. <laughs> All right, so you're eating beans and, and uncooked rice, okay? Yeah. And yeah, you got hungry. I was you hungry. You saw sweet, sweet, delicious meat in the form of a living groundhog. Oh. It's true. They're, they're round, they're fluffy, they look delicious when they're bounding around in a field. So then I went about and I gathered some various litter that I'd found. Some strands of rope and so forth that were just chilling out on the side of the highway because I was basically a hobo who happened to live with Steven. Hold on, pause. Was, was this what you stole from the hobo? No. <laughs> but did you have a stick with like that little rag that had all of his belongings at the end of it as well? I I ran I up and I tackled the hobo mind. and took the hobo bundle from him. <laughs> I also want to keep in mind here that while he did sleep in a nice apartment, he slept on a yoga mat. It was comfy. That was your furniture, a yoga mat. But the thing is, my next. He, at least he was better than uh, my next roommate because my next roommate lived in the closet on a yoga mat. In two ways. In, in the closet. <laughs> no, he was out of the closet. But... Uh, so you saw this tasty, tasty groundhog. I saw this. I saw these groundhogs. The the the, the hill had like you stole your supplies. Five groundhogs <laughs> living dude. on it. So I get my supplies off the side of the road, like you do. From a homeless guy. And I. What'd you call it? A homeless? What was it? A hobo bundle. A hobo bundle. <laughs> you know when you got the handkerchief on the end of the stick. Anyway, so oh, I take take my supplies. And I laid several traps on the hill where I could see the groundhog burrows. Traps that I learned how to make based off of episodes of Man vs. Wild. So, you know, little nooses that they would hopefully run through and snag themselves on. I made a deadfall, which is where you take a big rock and you put, like, a stick in it. And you, like, you take a stick and you take another stick and put it laterally and then another stick on top of it and then you put a rock on top and then you put bait on the lateral stick so when the thing comes and it gets the bait off the lateral stick it pulls it out between the other two sticks and then the rock falls on it and it squishes it and then you can eat it okay i just how long did it take you to make all these traps how did you not get caught i don't know the answer to either of those questions get caught in what in a trap like in a trap I I don't know. No one apparently cares if you try and hunt groundhogs illegally, as I was doing. Because I mean, over by the Dairy Queen, I mean, it's not like it's on Main. It's it's on Main Street. Street. It's on Main Street. Main Street. 
Yes, and no one saw, apparently. There's a poor homeless guy that lost his satchel. His hobo <laughs> satchel. And there's I didn't William. Rob a homeless man. <laughs> but yes. Did she the groundhog? And I checked my traps daily for about a week, and there was not. So I just resigned myself to my beans and rice. Dude, how many of those traps went off? Like, how many, like, were... None of them. Really? They're all intact? They, they Are they still all, there today? Probably not. Are you interested in seeing if any of them were? I mean... Because you're going to be here for a couple months now. Yeah. So I'm definitely August. talking you... I mean, it's going to be rocky at this point, talking them into coming back. <laughs> but we definitely got to do an update where you and I go and check for traps. Or can that be a live... Can that be a recorded... Yes. I, I mean... Live Twitch? I'll do it live on Twitch. We'll bring Chan. We, we can... William we can give can it wear, a look. William, can, you could wear like an Iron Man outfit. Actually, you'd be more of like... Who no, I know what outfit he'd be wearing. I don't like the way you said that. <laughs> <laughs> there is a funny look on his face, I'm not gonna lie. What outfit, Steven? No. I know what you no. No! So No! Finger. I'm giving evil the finger. That's what I'm about to talk about. That's the suit I want you to wear, man. No. So, <laughs> Stephen brought a woman home once, and usually William would be all making sure that we weren't doing happy fun times, which we never did. Because Jesus doesn't want you to. <laughs> but, regardless... I had the woman over in my room, and no, we did not do the hanky-panky, but William busts in at one point. <coughs> She's in the bathroom, and he's like, don't come into this room. If you hear anything weird, I'm touching myself. Closes the door and goes back in. I'm slightly intrigued. <laughs> It's trying to deter him. But I am also trying to make out with this girl. So, I go back to doing my thing. Next thing you know, William is knocking at the door. It's like, Stephen, come here. I need you right now. He's like, don't don't say a word. Just, just come out. And I go outside with him. And we're looking up at the window. And he's like, just look at the window and just nod. And be like, I don't know. And uh, our neighbor, our old neighbor at the time, good old Clovis, <laughs> the meth dealer. The meth dealer. He was about 107. Uh, anytime that I went into his apartment to help him do things because he was old and frail, there was porn paused on the TV. Oh, my gosh. Um, <laughs> he's, what type of porn? Ooh, I didn't. I, I did like, 70s. What? It looked like Wait, 70s Okay, 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 okay. I was just, just curious. I don't know. I didn't pay too much attention. 70s as in porn made in the 70s? Or 70s as in like... The camera quality was horrible. Either way. Okay. (laughs) So we go out there and Clovis is just staring at us. And he asks, was that you? And I look at him and I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about, man. And I go inside and William's like, "I, I don't know, man. 
And so we go in, I'm like, William, what in the world happened? <laughs> you see, <laughs> we used to be heroes. There was an idea to gather a group of extraordinary thespians to pretend to be the most unextraordinary superheroes for a kid's church. Yes. I was the foam finger, and though with the youth group I could give evil the finger, I was, uh, did I have a catchphrase for the kid's church? I don't no, think you I did. did. I had to have. Oh, justice is number one. Oh, yeah, that's right. I'm the foam <laughs> finger, and justice is number one. <laughs> uh, my power was that I had a foam finger that had all sorts of gadgets and tasers and stuff in it. It was but, like the utility belt for Batman, but shaped like a sports number one finger. It's actually why the uh, Confound Millennial logo has foam fingers on it. Two of which are shooting the bird. I just realized that. <laughs> that was your sister's decision. Was it? Yes, I didn't Wait. put that in. Wait, you said too much. Which, <laughs> which of my sisters did that? Ashley. Oh. I paid her. Oh. Did a good job, did she not? Yeah, I, I, yeah, she did. She did well. See, I I don't speak to her at any point in my life, so I had no idea. I told him one time that. He and Jarrett needed to reenact this like a human reenaction photo with Jarrett standing behind him doing the arms and then him just standing in front with a pair of bots. <laughs> can you see that? I mean, I, I can see it. It yeah. looked just a little prison-y to me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm scared the part-time bear may, may take advantage of that situation. Yeah, that's his name is uh, Jarrett the part-time bear on the podcast. Okay. Um, That's awful. He often busts in <laughs> in the middle of other people's uh, episodes uh, with his shirt tied up in a bra. And sometimes not wearing pants, so... That happened twice. Sounds um, about... Right, what you'd expect. Right. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> but, I wish I was more surprised by that. <laughs> but while the foam finger was an amazing hero, every amazing hero needs a sidekick. In in this universe, the foam finger had Tommy Hawk. It's true, a playoff of Tony Hawk, the famous skateboarder, because the secret identity for the character who was Tommy Hawk was a skateboarder dude, and he was played by myself, and he used foam tomahawks from the Atlanta Braves as his weapons for fighting crime. And his armor was bad. It was just bad. It's In all true. the good I, ways. I, I made it myself to make it so that way I could actually be, you know, thrown about on stage, which was mostly concrete, and because not sustain injuries. So it was for the purpose of the show. And Caleb and I were doing this, and we were ripping our clothes to shred, our capes, our right. uh, shirts. William saw this, and he's like, nah, I'm ready. I see these guys getting the tar beat out of them on stage every Sunday. Dude, we were rough for a kid's church. It's true. <laughs> but I made my armor. It was super dope, super effective at... 
one time I was like, hey, Steven, stab me with this decorative sword. And then he did, and it didn't succeed. We, uh, I practiced on a beanbag first. I didn't want to murder William. I stabbed the beanbag as hard as I could. Nothing happened. So you thought next, obviously, Steven, stabbing a good friend. Yeah. Let's do that. We and were young, dumb, and ugly, but, uh, but we lived. Oh, I was two of those. I've always been pretty, Stephen. Not true. At you've that always, point, wait, I was you've very always ugly. been pretty, Stephen, or I've always been pretty, comma, Stephen. Okay. To get like a butt ton of fidget spinners and fill the room with them, I really do. Nope. Just maybe get some yarn. I hear yarn's pretty good for you. Do where's the ring? Oh, this is the ring. I was curious about. It turned out pretty good. Mm-hmm. I was just I mean, I'm accidentally making a ring out of yarn. That's pretty cool, man. Like, I was just playing with it, and bam. Anyway, so the story being <laughs> that I Welcome to ADHD, my, the podcast. I took, <laughs> thought it was called the Confounded Millennial. It is. I thought it was the Confounded Millennial until, like, a week ago. Sorry. Nah, my old boss used to really ticked me off when he called me he's like I'm tired of these confound millennials oh that's where the okay okay cool 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 anyway so I decide that I am now an adult living on my own I have this super dope armor that can stop a sword or a hatchet or a machete or whatever sort of bladed weapon you might be attacked with and he starts practicing I, this stuff. Having done martial arts for about a decade at that point. Do you know how many times I asked you if you wanted to be a vigilante with me? He would have been vigilanting with me, but so I put on my armor and I decide I'm going to shimmy out the window in order to see if I can leave and then out the window. You know, for reasons which I'm not specifying because of the government. <laughs> anyway, as I'm crawling out the window, I get stuck because this armor is pretty big. I get stuck and I'm like, ah, oh, damn, I'm stuck and I start struggling. Okay, we can cuss on this one. Oh, can we? Apparently. Wait, did I cuss? Yeah. I didn't mean to. No, is damn didn't. a cuss word? He just said. Yeah, that's pretty low. That's okay. That's Compared like I some of the things, if I need to. No, that's like a number four. You guys four. have said that wasn't bad. He just said, "Okay, damn. that's a number four Great. on now the." Y'all made me cuss. Damn it, y'all! So I'm <laughs> stuck in the window, and I look down, and I see Clovis looking up at. Me. <laughs> was he selling some meth? No, nah, he was. He, he also he, used to sell our water to the neighbors. Water. Yeah, he would run a water hose to our spigot. And uh, neighbors would come with like their buckets to fill. Yes, <laughs> Clovis was about the hustle, <laughs> but he looks up at me, and I make eye contact with him. I had my face covered with a scarf for reasons, and he looks you didn't up. Have at me. Mask? No, it was a scarf. Were these reasons also due to the government? I'm not answering. <laughs> so he looks up at me, and I make eye contact with him, and I just went. And I like 
shimmied out of the window <laughs> and like shed my armor as quickly as possible and I was like when you say you shimmied out the window like back into the apartment back into okay. the apartment so you I, never actually got to the ground I, you know when Pooh gets stuck in the hole the, you, you know what I'm talking about we're like, talking about Winnie the Pooh Winnie just the Pooh. so you know Winnie the Pooh when his ass is hanging out <laughs> of rabbit's hole <laughs> You guys know what I'm talking about. It was like that, but with me and a window. <laughs> so I was able to get myself... And I was Mr. Rabbit. And I ran to Stephen and I said, you need to come with me immediately. So that way, we could make it seem as though that wasn't I who was hanging out the window who made eye contact with Clovis. <laughs> which is why I changed clothes and whatnot immediately, and we got out there very quickly. It was not the greatest cover-up in the history of humanity, so but it rallied, was the one I could come up with. You rallied moment. Steven and went outside dressed differently to make him think that there was some other dude that tried to <laughs> clap out of your window? <laughs> it seemed like a good idea at the time, Yes. And he wouldn't know that this was my window, just a window in the house. <laughs> Could have been the bathroom someone was trying to climb out of. I wish we had this on video, man. Oh. Steven is dying in here. Oh, this is oh, funny stuff. Oh, my cheeks hurt. It was <laughs> the best I could come up with, given the circumstances. I really should have checked to make sure that Clovis wasn't chilling out in his backyard when I decided to climb out the window dressed like a freaking ninja. Vigilante. Why were you worried if Clovis saw you? Why didn't not? we just tell, look him in the eyes and say, stop doing math, Clovis? Exactly. That's a better idea. <laughs> exactly. like, was that, when he was like, was that one of you? Why weren't we just like, dude, you need to hit, lay off the map. <laughs> like, <laughs> Clovis was not what would be considered a reputable source in the court of law. So if the government was to come around asking about people and getting out a window, Clovis wouldn't have been the guy they'd listen to, is what you're saying. Hopefully not. Because if they did listen to him, he would have told them the truth, which is that he saw someone climbing out the window dressed... <laughs> Dressed like Iron Man. <laughs> Dressed like Iron Man. Dressed like Dollar Tree Iron Man. Dressed like Iron Man Sam's if all Club. he had to work with was, like... The great value version of Iron Man. Yes. yes. I mean, Metal instead of, guy. <laughs> oh, gosh. I feel like if the cops would come around asking Clovis about anything and he started talking about Iron Man coming out of a window... <laughs> Immediately, his drug business would be over with because he would be arrested. Yeah. I mean, I'm pretty sure Close did get arrested. He's in prison now, right? Is he? No, I don't know. He got evicted and then another meth dealer moved in. Is there a meth dealer over there right now? No. uh, Now we just got, like, they're a nice little sweet couple. They yell at each other a lot, though. Keeps (laughs) me awake at the night. But they're sweet to me, at least. I don't know. Nice to you, not nice to each other. That baby doesn't know how to not cry, though. (laughs) Sounds like you're having some issues with your neighbors. No, I love my neighbors. I'm glad. That's what Jesus would have you do. (laughs) Good call. So, that's the story of that. Wow. There's some stories going on today. That's There are. These are, like, repressed memories in my brain. They're really having a fun time being drudged up from the dark recesses of my mind. So oh, I love it. When we were on break earlier... You knew we'd have to get this 
out of the way at some point, William. Yeah, yeah. Now I'm that introducing we... you to a show, now I've got my stories. Everybody's introduced to you. They get your character. Now they know your sanity level. Let's uh, let's talk about you, what you guys had mentioned during the break earlier uh, about the old conspiracy theories. Conspiracy theories. All right. I like hitting that button. What type of... That is our favorite one. I like that watch. Um, Samsung. S2. I like it. Um, My watch isn't a smart watch. It's just the kind that tells time like the good lord intended. So conspiracy theories. Matrix boy. (laughs) Matrix boy. He's flicking his wrist. Matrix boy. He had to press a button because it wouldn't do it. Matrix boy. Trey's trying to do the same thing with his smartwatch, but it's not. Don't mess out. with your smartwatch. You'll get it stuck on Toy uh, Story again. <laughs> I, I turned mine off so that it didn't ring uh, while we were here. Okay. Um, so, conspiracy theories? You guys got any that you personally. I want to jump straight into. Uh, one second. We're doing elaborate hand gestures. <laughs> No, we got a feet. Are you guys talking about the Mason Lodge? Oh. Yes. The Mason Lodge. We live across the street from a Mason Lodge, which we plan on getting uh, some other people involved in talking about this one. But we were going to save it for our big conspiracy theory episode. Mm-hmm. But We can elaborate more later. It looks like that's never going to happen. So yeah, let's go ahead say. and dive in. Because, William, you've actually been inside the walls of one. It's true. It's the exact Mason Lodge across from the street. Because when I lived here, I decided that it would be fun to go over there and go, Hey, can I hang out with you guys and sit in on a meeting because I'm curious? I thought that would be a good idea. So it's exactly what I did one Tuesday or Thursday because that's when they had their meetings. Thursdays. Thursdays. Is it not Tuesdays or and Tuesdays? It's Tuesdays one of, and Thursdays. One of those days Notice of the week. it's a Tuesday and they're out. So I go over there. Also, this podcast is released on a Thursday. And guess what? If you're listening to it at night, they're there. Right now. So I go over there and I knock on the window. And it's like, you know, those glass double doors. So they can see me. And they, like, wave me in. And I go, hello. They go... Do you wave like a dweeb like that? (laughs) Maybe that's why they Like wax on, wax off. Hello, (laughs) goodbye, ladies and gentlemen. It's a sufficient and non-threatening gesture. I prefer the flappy fingers. Like, what's up? Why can't you just pull one of these guys? No, this is effeminate. He's doing the queen wave, and that too is effeminate. But just a simple semicircle. He means the queen of England wave, not the queen wave. Just you wax on. Don't wax off. Leave your other hand down. Just wax on. Do you want to hear the story about me breaking into the (laughs) Freemason Lodge? Breaking in? Well, I didn't break in. I busted in on their meeting, you know, like Shrek when he breaks in out of the outhouse. Somebody once told me. Like that. (laughs) But into a mason lodge instead of out of an outhouse. So I walk in and I say, hello. So you sparta kick the door open (laughs) and then give a little little wax on (laughs) And I go, hello. How are you? And they're very confused. It's a bunch of old white men. Surprise, surprise. But they're very confused and they look at me and they go, can we help you? And I say, yes, 
would you mind if I sat in on your meeting? Because I'm curious. And the guy who I assume was in charge, because he was sitting in the middle of the foldy white table. You know the foldy white tables that have, like, the speckles on them? Yes. Wait, yeah. wait, pause. No. What? It's Foldy white tables. It's a foldy table. Right. It's white, and it has, like, speckles on it. And it's, it's not speckles. It's not specific to the Masons. It's but just... what I'm asking is, how would he sit in the middle of this table? That's what I'm trying to imagine. So there, there's, like, one of those long white foldy tables. Gotcha. And there are three of them sitting... Behind oh, them. are they sitting like uh, the they're Last Supper style? They're all yeah. on one side so of the table. Like Good some, illustration. There are some dudes sitting out now in, in like some foldy chairs facing them, and then there's like the council right behind the table. Yeah, and gotcha. then there are some other dudes who are obviously concealed carrying because they look the like floor, that type of dude walking around. Was that the floor dude. checkered, black and white? I didn't pay attention. <sighs> I didn't know to look. Was there that. was there a, um, uh, not an altar, but I guess an altar. You guys I guess want to pause one. this and go over right now and try the exact thing that William tried? Well, no, I don't. When at I all. say, may I sit in on your meeting, the guy in the middle of the Last Supper table that is a white foldy table, which I guess also doubles as an altar for and the child sacrifices, he says, no. I go, oh. And no, he goes, wait, no he, no, he doesn't mind, or no, you can't stay? It, that, that's, <laughs> so I go, oh. Great, because all he said is no. <laughs> Do you mind? No. You don't mind. So I go, then I'll just grab a seat. And he goes, no, you can't sit in. You have to be a member. Get out. And I go, okay. And then I did. I did you ask, like, how do I become a member then? I mean, at what point? Like, how no, do you know you want to be was, a member if you he can't be? He was irate. Really? Absolutely apoplectic. So it's a very non-secretive polite, kind, secret society? Uh, I don't... Everyone... My grandpa on my... On, in my family on one member's side whose gender I will not specify for the purpose of the government... It's 2019. Uh, we don't have to specify a gender if we don't want to, William. A grandparent of one of my selves... <laughs> I was going to say a parent... A grandparent to one of my parents, but it is in fact their parent. How about so you say one of my grandparents? One of my grandparents is a member of the Freemasons, and I've tried to talk with him about it before, and he won't. Really? Yeah. You'd think he'd want to recruit like, you, no? Like, he gets really pumped up about how, like, George Washington was apparently a Freemason. Yeah. But he, he'll, like, show you these old paintings of them, but then he won't, like, elaborate on his own dealings. Look, I Does he have a Freemason Bible? I don't know. You should Look, find it. I got a buddy that dove so deep into the Freemason stuff uh, that he won't talk about it on the podcast because he got deep into it and his computer shut down. Just researching it on the computer. Researching it. Yeah. Can you say that again? More slowly for me to make sure I'm hearing all the words correctly? He started researching. On this computer? On his computer. Was it a desktop or a laptop? Desktop. Okay. Does that matter? Potentially. Really? And it shut down, and he can no longer use it anymore. While he was in the middle of it, like spaced out, brought up a weird screen. So basically, does he still have the CPU? I don't remember. I think he might have thrown it all out. He's really touchy about it. 
he's probably listening right now, and I'm sorry if I got the story wrong. I'm just remembering what you told me a few years ago. I, I want to start researching the Freemasons in depth now to see I'll if that happens oh, goodness to gracious. my computer. Because I have a Chromebook. That thing's like 100 bucks. I can replace that without too much issue. Everything's on the in, in the Google Drive. So, you know, I can just... I don't lose any files. It's great. Yeah, but if you can put it on a Google Drive, they can take it off a of Google Drive. I'm just saying... Are the Freemasons in, in Google? In theory. Yes! Probably. The Freemasons are Google. Are they? Google is the, the beast. Google is yes. the all-seeing eye. That's why Chrome is shaped that way. There you go. Yo! You know, there was you'll find that on the internet. You know, there was originally two different versions of the Confound Millennial logo with all seeing eye as a part of it. And then I decided to finally opt out of that. Yeah. For the final version. I'm I like glad how I did. I'm glad there's you did a triangle that uses your nipples as <laughs> yes. the apex. The society, are, have you listened to the podcast before? No, you're no. a nipplet. Okay? Uh, we have lingo. <laughs> You are a nipplet. You are a fan of the podcast because you are a fan of me. A nippler is a fan of the podcast. And a member of the family, or wait, no, a member of the Society of the Third Nip, such as Trey, is a very high guest of honor. And, uh... No. (laughs) I am completely sober. No, like a guest of high honor. Not I'm a high a guest of, of high honor. honor. Not a high guest of honor, exactly. No, we don't have freaking <laughs> How you say things that. is exactly... Well, how you think, how you say things exactly is important here. Okay. So, a guest with a lot of honor <laughs> is part of the Society of the Third Nip, and then part of the family is uh, me, Chan, and Kyle, the co-hosts. Okay, okay, okay. Cool, 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 cool. Am I part of the third I nip? thought if you I thought You're if you paid your dues you were part of the family. I I'm not Have you yeah. changed this? I'm not a oh, guest of It's been a while honor? since I've gone through this. I need to write it down on the I've, wall. I th- I'm pretty sure you said if you have paid your dues. Oh yeah, I did. If you've paid the dues, you're part of the family. Yeah. And I don't have high honor? Am I low? Have you honor? paid your dues? Mm, he's got a good point. I, I don't know what the dues are. You see those three coffee mugs right there with the logo on them? Yeah. I have donated those to the cause. Okay. Your sister okay. even paid her dues. She gave me that at a great price. Wow. I I, have, I expected to pay much more than I did. I have neither artistic talent nor cool cups to offer you, so I will not be a member of the Society of the Third Nip. No, you can be a member of the Society of the Third Nip, but not a member of the family. Oh, okay. Well, or you, you can gotta, just donate to the you podcast. You've got to appear on the that. podcast often to become a member of the Society. Okay, 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 but, okay. Cool, 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 cool. But it's cool because Chandler is the patron god of the niplets. Gosh. <laughs> Uh, he does not listen to podcasts. It does he go does to not. sacrilegious at times. It does. Sometimes. <laughs> you have to push through sometimes. I, I mean, have at it. <laughs> <laughs> what, man? That's what if, a podcast is. If you say is. something it's all, that's blatantly it's all, heretical or gr- a grand apostasy, I, I will look. take you to... He says it's all in jest. fun and games. Yeah. I mean, because you, I haven't heard what a podcast is particularly heretical. Though, what good. a podcast is is a low budget cult. 
So keep listening. He'll get there. <laughs> I mean, people people dedicate like part of their lives to once a week hear you speak. You know, they uh, hit you up every now and then for advice. And uh, do people do that? People have been hitting you up for advice. No, they send me cowboy butts. But <laughs> <laughs> just in case anyone listening in the future feels inclined to ask Stephen for advice. I would advise not doing that. We need to have an Ask William segment. That would be, <laughs> That'd be great. awesome. I would be down for that. I would give you guys some truth in the form of All right, guys, poetry. hit me up on Facebook. Send in questions to the Confound Millennials Facebook for the next segment of Ask William. Where I will answer your questions about anything in life. In the form of prose. So what do you can call him on your cell phone? He will try to give you the best advice he can, and I will try to give you the most mediocre advice that I can. (laughs) Or we could do a thing, you know the the little angel and demon on the shoulders of of the people? We could do that. Yeah, but then it gets... And then they have to choose, like, which one are you going to go with and tell them on the air? What's bad is, dude, so Tiger Belly... It's a podcast where I was talking about earlier where right. if somebody interrupts him if somebody interrupts him in the middle of him uh, introducing them like if they talk until he says they're allowed to talk he will restart the entire introduction sometimes getting five minutes through an introduction and then having to restart long intros how do you know that because I watch it that um, sounds like it's not that he it's it's like, uh, hey, welcome to Tiger Belly. This is uh, Bobby Lee, blah, 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 blah. Hey, uh, Bobby. Dang it. Welcome to Tiger Belly. This is, and just he'll start over every time they say something. And he keeps it all in the final cut. And he keeps it all in the final cut. That sounds grueling to listen to. It's I feel hilarious. Like, I feel like ours kind of did that. <laughs> did it not do that today? <laughs> I feel like it kind of did. <laughs> sort of a little bit. A little but bit, a little bit. Tiger Belly, what was I saying about them? The introduction thing. No, there was another thing that I wanted to bring up about them. I have them. no idea. What were we talking about? We were about talking about the We've call in the, the good and bad Oh, advice. they have advice. It's called unhelpful advice. <laughs> but people keep, people keep sending them actual, like, serious stuff so they can't do it. They try every now and then, but then, like, they'll get an episode in where they give unhelpful advice, and then the next episode, they'll get somebody like, I'm really wanting to kill myself lately. That's, I'm not <laughs> laughing because that's funny. I'm laughing because they had every intention of doing something funny, but then people had actual real-world issues, and then they were gracious and took those seriously. That's why I'm laughing. Not because people wanting to kill themselves is funny, just for the record. <laughs> Thanks for the preface. It was more of a suffix. Now it's time to get you on my other <laughs> podcast. You have two podcasts? Yes. Three now. Why? As of uh, the other day. Why do you have so many podcasts? What else am I supposed to do? I Dude likes to po- cast pod. I mean, I like okay, to cast okay. some pod, man. Okay. I've got uh, the Confound Millennial. Yes. Which is this one. This one. My main, my, my love child with the internet. Uh, then there is Confound Depressed, Downright Hopeful, where there's less swearing and it's more serious and it's more of a life update and sometimes I have friends on that help me through problems and stuff like that. Okay, that sounds healthy. And then uh, 
There is What Did I Just Witness, which is a movie review. Uh, you guys podcast. seen Endgame? Yes. And I'm, as of now, I have released uh, the first episode of What Did I Just Say the Name of It Is. It's brand new today. What Did I what Just, I just witness? Yeah, What Did I Just Witness? Um, episode one, Avengers Endgame. It's Chandler and I's. It's not fully... It's not like a review like you would get out of Rotten Tomatoes, but it's like the conversation you would have with somebody on your way home from seeing the movie. Okay, 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 okay. What about Confound After Dark? You still doing that one? No. I you had this I one might, about that one. I might keep Confound... I mean, I haven't recorded anymore. I recorded the first episode, and I refuse to listen to it. I still want to hear it. Do you think you'll, okay. you might branch off and do a vlog or something? Uh, we're Well, I won't really need to do a vlog, because we're getting a camera soon. But wouldn't that make it a vlog at that point? Because it would be... Like, we... I don't know. I mean, I still record <laughs> he's a, it. He's a confound millennial, man. You can't I'm a confound ask me millennial. Yeah, I don't know this kind of stuff. You we, know, the the most ridiculous thing about the term millennial is that it now pertains to people who are almost forty. Just keep that in mind. The yeah. next time your dad is complaining about those dang millennials, look at him. And if your dad's under the age of forty, say, "Dad, you're a millennial." Which is a great comeback for all old people when they're being... Com- Listen, this has been advice. You go, you're a millennial. <laughs> you're a millennial, Grandpa. We're all millennials. No. Would the real millennial please stand up? I'm Gen Z, technically. I think. I'm an Xer. I'm the only true millennial in the... Uh, r- Basically. Yay. How's it really? feel to be... Oh, because he's younger than you? Yeah. Is that how that works? Mm-hmm. I'm at the bottom cutoff of millennials. Really? I mean... Mm-hmm. Kind of count, but barely. You're a confound Gen You're either Z. a millennial or you're not. Here's the deal. I'm a confound millennial because I'm not good at being a millennial. You're a confound Gen Zer because you're not good at being a Gen Zer. That hurts what's, my feelings. What's a Gen Zer? It's what's after millennials. No. Gen Z. Okay. Or Sometimes I was with you on that one, but what defines him as a good or bad generational Z person? I don't want to say it in case we have Gen Z fans. Nah, say it. Make fun of the Gen Zers. No. I'll defend us. You Gen okay. Zer. They're they're everything. Whenever you hear somebody say, man, I'm tired of these millennials, you're really most of the time thinking about a Gen Z-er. Sometimes. Mm. Sometimes. Mm. The peop- I don't know about that. When you man. see kids doing the floss or talking about Fortnite or other things, <laughs> those are Gen Z-ers. Really? Yeah. So, millennials. current, current generation is still Z? The current generation is Gen Z. Gotcha. Like we're still in. Like you're born tomorrow, you're Gen Zer. Is that what yeah. you're saying? Huh. Which I think the generations need to become. We're out of letters. Like, Where does it go now? But it goes like, back out to double A. 
the generation thing, it counts as like a 20-year block, which made sense for a while there. But now, because technology changes exponentially, you know... Does it get smaller windows? I, I think the windows need to be smaller because my life experience is significantly different from my younger brother, who's only eight years younger than me, because technology is drastically more available for him than it ever was for me. Like, so his, his life experience is, like, totally different than mine was when I was 13. I'm a dinosaur. Are you calling me old? No, I feel old. I will fight you with my fists. Because there's even differences the between me and Jesus. you, but that's really differences between homeschooled and public schooled. Hmm, no, no. You had, like, a, a Dreamcast, right? No. No? You had a Sega, though. No. You had, like, older video games. <laughs> yeah, I had a Super Nintendo. Yeah. I had a Nintendo 64 that I got from a garage sale. I had the original Nintendo. I had a Sega. I'm going to go back one more. When I was a little kid, we had an Atari. Legit Atari. Nice. The first, the first of all, well... Technically, uh, Coleco was before Atari, or right around that time. But Atari was the first real awesome game, like that had multiple, like multiple, multiple games. The peppering of gray in Trey's beard does not suggest him to be as old as he apparently is. But do you? I'm. I am, here's I am Trey the Gray. Here's ancient. time for Sturman's greatest video game advice that he could ever give. I live by this advice. Okay. If you can't play Pong, always, get out. Always keep a PS2 handy, man. Always keep a PS2 nearby. I need a PS2 Why? handy, man. Just to kind of tweak mine a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> PS2 handy, man. Could really use oh, one get, the get PlayStation. The <laughs> hey, Steven. Yes, sir. Remind me to ask you about something else when we're done with this. Ask me about something else. I think we're done with this. Are we done? No way. We didn't even get. We didn't even break the surface for conspiracy stuff. We didn't talk about the Mandela effect. That's not some. Is that a conspiracy theory or? It's fact. Is it? Fa- it's not fact. How do you spell Berenstein? Both oh of you. Oh my gosh. E man. I know you're that one it's of with them. An a. You're one of them. You're on the other side. I'm obviously on the other side. A. Berenstain. It's Berenstain Bears. The Berenstain Bears. Trey, would you explain why we beat the shit out of each other? Because you're right and he's wrong. What if I told you that he I had a He pointed at me and said What I'm if right. I told you that in my basement at my parents' house, I have a paperback Berenstain Bears book with an A? But what did you just call it? Berenstain. No, no, you didn't. Here's the thing. Is the but what if I have it where it's spelled with thing. an A? Here's the thing. Is that's the whole conspiracy? Is that it is, it is, and always has been spelled with an A. But the large majority of people remember it vividly with an E. Yeah, especially that's that. what I mean, makes it, it still a thing. be. In- is it Berenstain, doesn't matter. Even if it wasn't. No, it's Berenstain. And it's pronounced Berenstain. Berenstain. Maybe, maybe, maybe they changed it to an A to make it sound less mm-hmm. German during World War II. Look into it. It has never been Berenstain. Ever. 
Well, that we can prove. That we can prove. What if it was all changed? But the idea. Yeah, timelines the, the fake Mandela effect. The idea. What if a time traveler changed the Berenstain beer? As a no, man. Didn't. Oh, I was about to say something, but in-game spoilers are still not chill. Well, so not at going. this point, that people hear this, they would have watched his podcast. But technically, his podcast. My they podcast comes with a warning. Yeah, and and they know what they're getting into. Yeah, so don't spoil, don't spoil. And I'm not. But I, but yes, I I'm with you on that. I, I know what you're thinking, yeah, and yeah, I was gonna bring that up a minute ago, but I was like, oh, we can't talk about. Yeah, it. Yeah, same deal. Yeah, we're all just sitting if, here. We're gonna have to come back. The Marvel Cinematic. Wait, hold Universe. up. If you've seen Endgame, you know where we're going. With but if this. It's true. but if you haven't, we don't want to. If you haven't, haven't, go watch Endgame. Come back and listen, and then you'll know what I was about to get at. Back to the Future. Actually, no, no. Go, go to watch. <laughs> go and watch Endgame, and then immediately get in the car and listen to the first episode of what it did I just witness. There you and go. Then listen to this again, and then you'll understand what we were talking about with like, which we didn't even expose. So, but you know what we're talking about. Unless you didn't see Endgame, that so, movie made me so sad. It, I mean, I'm so sad. Don't, don't. I'm so sad. It made me deeply depressed. Here's what I couldn't believe. Dude, Kingdom Hearts 3 did that to me. If That's because you're a weeb. You haven't talked to me since Kingdom Hearts 3 came out, man. My life has changed. I'm a different person. I thought it to be a little nefarious, man. The scenes that I watched when I was here with you, it, dude, that was nefarious. Does, does Woody die? Oh, they all die. Yeah, have you not seen Toy Story 3? They they get saved by the aliens. No, they Toy die. Story 4 is coming out. Yeah, no. the, with their brothers and sisters. Yeah. Not true. Because all of them died. No, it's a prequel. <laughs> <laughs> For a That's second a, I was like, thinking the prequel. Mandela effect? <laughs> you don't remember they all died in the... Uh, where's my soundboardy thing? <laughs> A little delayed, but good job. You found it. Yeah, yeah. You got it. You got it. You got it. Uh, I'm kind of hungry, my dudes. You want to go get some grub? Or you want to just run away? Our house is like, if you want to warm up garbage and put it on the plate, boom. Trey, I will fight you with my fists and all the love of Christ at the same time. I mean... Is that not... Like worse than me calling Chandler the patron god of niplets. How would you fight me with the love of Christ? <laughs> Hug you really hard by making the sign of the cross over my knuckles and then jacking you in the face. That's definitely a sacrilege. Is you calling Chandler the patron god of whatever? You, you could have said the patron saint. That's still acceptable under the Holy Catholic Church. Look, little G. You could have said Little look, G, God. Look, I assumed it was Little G. I didn't it is a Little G. if it's a patron G. God, then it's got to be a Little G. Right. But yeah. still. There can't be a big G for a patron God. No. It's not how those work. But but also, we are not affiliated with the Catholic Church and never <laughs> intend to be. <laughs> Do you I, deny I the authority of the Pope? Hence, I thought it was hence, obvious... When my first episode started out with me saying, What's up, mother? Confound. That um, I did not uh, expect or respect the authority of the Pope. Wow. 
I I don't know what to do with the fact that you disrespect the authority of the Pope. I myself am not a Catholic. And I, mean, I have no affiliation with the Holy Roman Empire. The but. fact that you've been talking about the Masons and them being nefarious pretty much explains that you're not Catholic, right? Yeah, but I, I just feel the need But again, to that's a little bit deeper in the rabbit hole of Vocalize. And this has been episode 41. I'm not a Catholic, nor have I done anything that the government should ever look into <laughs> And this has been episode 41 of the Confound Millennial. 41 with of these? Stephen, Sturvin, Michaels, Trey, The Gray, Brownie, William, Thomas, Vincent, whatever I call you. <laughs> William, Vinnie, Vincent, Thomas, I think is what you, what you said. And we are the not affiliated name. with the Catholic Church. I'm tired of these confound millennials. <laughs>